Welcome to Corvette Today, the podcast that talks about everything Corvette with your host, Steve Garrett, MC and DJ at one of the largest Corvette weekends in the country, Corvette Fun Fest, president of the Corvette Club of Kansas City, Missouri, and radio disc jockey at the number one radio station in Kansas City for over 40 years. Here's Steve Garrett. Thanks for listening and watching Corvette Today, the show that talks about everything Corvette and the only current podcast dedicated to Corvette. I'm your host, Steve Garrett. I appreciate you tuning in. Corvette Today is brought to you by Wheelcraft. Want to dress up your Corvette with bright chrome or black chrome wheels? Visit wheelcraft.com and learn about their advanced PVD chrome finishing. They can refinish your wheels or offer a wheel exchange for most models, and it comes with a five-year warranty. Visit wheelcraft.com today or call 833-840-5334. You can listen to Corvette today on all podcast platforms. You can also listen on your smart device. Just say, hey, Google or Alexa, play the podcast called Corvette Today, and you're connected. Be sure and visit the updated Corvette Today website. It's corvettetoday.com. You can also access everything there, including the Corvette Today merchandise store. You can also join the Corvette Today Facebook group there and sign up for Corvette Today emails, notifications, and updates at corvettetoday.ck.page. And if you like YouTube, you can subscribe to the Corvette Today YouTube channel. See all Corvette Today episodes on YouTube. And be sure and patronize our flagship sponsors of Corvette today, Aerolari Wheels, a true forged wheel with over 20 different unique styles to choose from for your C8 and wide-body versions of the C7, C6, and C5 Corvettes. It's an amazing value, starting at only $23.88 for a set of four fully forged wheels. And use the promo code CT111 and get $100 off your purchase. Visit aerolari.com, that's A-E-R-O-L-A-R-R-I.com, and use the promo code CT111 for your $100 discount. Also, midenginecorvetteforum.com, the forum that focuses on the new mid-engine C8 Corvette. Meet a lot of Corvette enthusiasts like yourself at midenginecorvetteforum.com. And a shout-out to Corvette Forum and CanadianCorvetteForum.com, welcoming Corvette enthusiasts from around the world. My guest on today's show is a return guest on Corvette Today. He is the chief engineer for Corvette, and he's here to talk more in detail about the new 2024 E-Ray, but from a technical and engineering perspective. He's Mr. Josh Holder. Josh, it's great to have you back on Corvette Today. Well, thanks, Steve. Thanks for having me back. First of all, Josh, this E-Ray is such a revolutionary Corvette. Talk about what the time frame is that it takes to design and develop a car like the E-Ray. Well, Steve, we planned the E-Ray from the conception of the eighth-generation architecture. And so it's hard and kind of unfair to use that necessarily as a starting point for the development of the E-Ray. But we worked knowing that we were going to do this car, we were going to do this electrification to enhance the performance of the 8th generation Corvette. And so it was planned that way from the beginning. We also have a very measured approach to introduction of Corvette. You know, we start with a Stingray and then we move up from there. So we planned from the beginning that while it was going to be a part of the architecture, it wasn't going to be introduced at the outset. Some of the early work scoping battery sizes and power delivery and all that stuff was started quite a while ago. But the final details, of course, actually we're still working on final stages of development and validation of the car are ongoing. So it's been quite a long process, but it's not continuous where people through that entire duration are working constantly on the development of the car. And that's sort of the way Corvettes always worked. And it's how we have such a good formula, right? 
our variants are not an afterthought or an add-on in a way that makes a sub-optimized Corvette. We try to plan as much as we can from the outset. Nice. Now, Josh, this E-Ray has 20 and 21-inch wheels on the front and back instead of 19s and 20s. Let's talk about the switchover and the move to a larger size as well. Yeah, so there's a few reasons for it. First of which, the front wheel is needed by necessity. <laughs> the diameter of the wheel has to clear the carbon ceramic brakes. The rears had some creative influence, I'll say. Um, certainly, styling of wheels is very important in any car, especially a sports car. We know how passionate our customers are about wheels and the way they can make the car look, the aggressive stance of it. I'll tell you that a lot of engineers cringe when we start talking about large wheels because they're generally heavier, they have higher inertia. And so we balance that. We work closely with the guys in the studio, getting the best style we can. But we only do things on Corvette that are absolutely necessary to enhance performance. And so the wheels and tires on the E-Ray were needed largely to clear the brakes up front. And then another example of planning ahead, since we use those same sizes on the Z06, we're able to borrow from Z06 the PS4S tire from Michelin as an available summer tire. It's the same tire. So we got a head start in development of that tire these 19s and 20s work with and of course we knew we wanted to do the wide body the great big tractive footprint that works really well with an all-wheel drive car you think about the width of the front and rear tires all together have a tire compact patch of more than four feet wow and so all that rubber touching the road and that kind of power delivery that's why you get an acceleration time like two and a half seconds wow that's amazing now i know we've got the lt2 engine from the stingray but the electric engine in the front drives the front wheels. I know that those two engines operate separate and independent from each other. How the heck did you get that to work out like that? Well, we took a modular approach. So the rear engine and the front motor work together, but we designed the battery to fit in the central tunnel. The front drive unit was packaged, like I said, from the beginning to sit behind the front compartment so we didn't have to sacrifice storage space in the front compartment. There's a lot of good reasons for doing it, but a great reason is the flexibility allows us with manufacturing at Bowling Green. If you think about the complexity there and all the work that they have to do, when we can keep commonality where possible, like everything in the rear of the car, a common body structure, it allows for a more efficient assembly. Nice. Now, the E-Ray is 300 pounds heavier than the Z06. Is that all battery and engine in the front? It's not. Well, it's really more like 280, but that's because I'm counting. <laughs> but not all battery. The battery itself, the cells of the battery are about 80 pounds. As I mentioned, the battery is a modular construction, so it includes what we call the power electronics. So that's the inverter and the modules that control power flow in and out of the battery and into the front drive motor. So that unit together is about 100 pounds. The drive unit itself is about 81 pounds. But if you think about the efficiency of that mass to deliver 160 horsepower and only weigh 81 pounds, the stator is about the size of a coffee can. The motor is really compact. The housing is made from magnesium. The fasteners that hold it together are made from aluminum. And so while this electrification added mass for the components that we put into the car, our goal from the beginning was to make sure that the added performance, this added power delivery to the front axle, not only carried its own mass, so the mass that we added, but it improved the overall performance of the car. So it carries itself and then some of the car to give this outstanding performance that the E-Ray offers. Man, that's amazing. Now, you alluded to this just a 
minute ago, but let's talk more about these Michelin all-season tires. This is a true four-season car. I'm sure it took a lot of time to get these things developed, and like you said, they are the widest all-season tire ever made. Isn't that correct? That's right. We have a strong partnership with Michelin that's helped us through tire development. You know, the same guys that work on the production car, help with the race car. And so I would say all season tires have come a long way in the last decade or so. They used to be a big compromise, frankly. To get any kind of realistic all season performance, you were sacrificing a lot of dry traction capability. Starting even with the C7, we took big steps forward in an all season tire. We kept that same formula and development of technology going into the eighth generation. But now we're doing it with a much larger, big, wide tire that is not only four-season capable, but in the dry conditions, high-traction conditions, where most people are going to exercise their Corvette, they still provide 1G of lateral grip. So a lot of outstanding dry traction performance with true four-season capability. That's outstanding for sure. Well, buddy, let's take our first break. And when we come back, we're going to talk more about the engines. I've got Josh Holder, the chief engineer for Corvette, here on Corvette Today. We all know that wheels make the car. Wheelcraft will help you take your Corvette to new levels. Wheelcraft offers the world's best PVD chrome finish available on the market. Available in bright chrome and black chrome. Wheelcraft nails it in both appearance and durability. And it comes with a five-year warranty against brake dust burns, pitting, peeling, and color delimination. Wheelcraft is also ISO certified. Whether you're having your wheels refinished or an exchange transaction, there is no core fee, no deposit, and you don't pay for the finished wheels until they are installed on your car. Wheelcraft in insists on complete satisfaction before you pay. Hear from one of our customers. I picked up a brochure at the National Corvette Museum and we took delivery of our new C8. I called Wheelcraft and in 15 minutes I ordered the new bright ice chrome wheels. Wheelcraft's follow-up and follow-through is superb. The wheels arrived on Sunday, installed on Monday, and cores were returned same day. The wheels are the highest quality I've ever seen and they look awesome. Great prices, great customer service from initial contact to installation. Thanks, Dennis from Nashville. In many cases, Wheelcraft offers finished wheels on exchange or will apply this new finish to your wheels. Either way, Wheelcraft treats your wheels as their own. Visit our website at wheelcraft.com or call us at 833-840-5334. Arrive in style with Wheelcraft. The Radiator Grill Store offers protection for your C8's front radiators and side intakes. They also carry front strut tower covers to prevent rusting and pooling water, all with do-it-yourself installation. Get 10% off your total purchase with promo code CT10. See the full line of products at radiatorgrillstore.com. When you want to buy a Corvette, or any Chevrolet for that matter, get yours from Hendrick Chevrolet Shawnee Mission located in Kansas City. Hendrick Chevrolet is the largest Corvette dealership and showroom in the Midwest. With a knowledgeable sales staff and Corvette sales specialists on hand, they'll help you build the Corvette of your dreams, and they ship nationwide. With Corvette certified master mechanics on site and a huge parts department, with over 24,000 parts and $2 million in inventory, Hendrick Chevrolet is well equipped to take care of your every need. From sales to service to collision repair, Hendrick Chevrolet has you covered. Visit ChevyUSA.com or call 913-384-1550. American Hydrocarbon is your one-stop shop for custom interior, exterior, and engine bay items for your C4 through C8 Corvette. We can help you create a custom look for your Corvette with carbon fiber or 10 different color patterns and styles. Whether it's a custom-made engine cover for your new C8 or custom-made C4 interior upgrades, American Hydrocarbon can help you transform your Corvette into a best-in-class show car. And now we're proud to announce that we can produce and distribute officially licensed GM products for the C8 Corvette.
Corvette, including front splitters, side skirts, engine appearance panels, engine fluid caps, door holders, trunk, and front props, and more. Plus, we now carry the C8 Speedline side skirts, along with the engine appearance package and the high wing. Give us a call at 813-476-5638. Visit our updated website at AmericanHydrocarbon.com or email us at pat at AmericanHydrocarbon.com. Make your Corvette the car you've always wanted it to be with American Hydrocarbon. You're listening and watching Corvette Today with Steve Garrett. Hey, thanks for listening and watching Corvette Today, the show that talks about everything Corvette. Brought to you by Wheelcraft. Want to dress up your Corvette with bright chrome or black chrome wheels? Visit wheelcraft.com and learn about their advanced PVD chrome finishing. They can refinish your wheels or offer a wheel exchange for most models, and it comes with a five-year warranty. Visit wheelcraft.com today or call them at 833 833- 840-5334. I'm your host, Steve Garrett. With me is the chief engineer for Corvette, Josh Holder. We're talking technical stuff here for the new 2024 E-Ray. Josh, there was speculation when the C8 came out, and we kind of touched on this, that the center tunnel was going to hold all those batteries or be the electrical or hybrid setup. It was designed with the future in mind, wasn't it? Yeah, it sure was, Steve. And of course, we saw the speculation, and this time turned out to be true. But I would say that even though the central tunnel in an eighth-generation Corvette doesn't house a drive shaft and exhaust pipes like previous Corvettes had, we would still have a central tunnel. Every Corvette, as you know, is a convertible, even the coupe. You can take the roof out. And so we use what we call a central tunnel backbone. So that's the area between the seats underneath the console to get as large a section as possible. That's what makes lightweight, efficient structures so we can manage torsional rigidity and bending rigidity. So if you think about a car with the roof out, when you don't have the roof to react those loads, you've got to find something else. The typical solution is a big, tall rocker that makes getting in and out of the car really awkward. Since C5, really, we've taken this strategy and it's worked out well for us. When we designed the E-Ray from the outset of the eighth generation Corvette architecture, a large center tunnel was never in doubt. The part we optimized with our partners working on the battery was the size of that. We didn't want to miss an opportunity for significantly more battery capacity just for a few millimeters. We also didn't want to design the battery in some optimized way where we're encroaching on the occupant space. And so designing the battery and the way it's packaged internally with the section of the tunnel is what allowed that to nest perfectly and do what it does to provide the performance for the E-Ray. Very nice. Now, the battery is integrated, obviously. Talk about how the battery delivers power and how it regenerates power. Yeah, so the battery has a inverter module that's part of what we call the power electronics integrated towards the front of the battery. And that delivers three-phase current to the electric motor. The electric motor is also a generator. So when you're decelerating, slowing down, sometimes even coasting, say down a hill, for example, the motor becomes a generator. And it's feeding power back into the battery. Obviously, when you're on the tall pedal, it's going the other way. The battery is delivering energy, delivering power to the electric motor. So if you think about what we're doing here with electrification on E-Ray, We're really using the kinetic energy that exists in any car to repurpose it in a way that improves the way the car performs. Now, is driving the E-Ray a different feel than like the Stingray or the Z06? 
It is. It's very different. It's special in its own way. We often use the term torque immediacy. <laughs> and what I mean by that is the feel of, for those that have driven a big block Corvette, you'll know what I'm talking about, but the feel of that instantaneous torque available all the time, anytime. It's something that makes the E-Ray very special. We balanced the output of the front electric motor and the torque curve of the LT2 engine to be additive, complementary to each other. There's some electrified sports cars that will use it to fill a hole that the internal combustion engine leaves, for example. But our mission on this car was to make them complement each other. So when the engine's delivering its near-peak power, so is the electric motor. Same with torque. Of course, those that understand electric motors know that peak torque on an electric motor is actually at zero RPM. It will hold that peak even through lower RPM. So you can imagine as you're not just accelerating from a dead stop, which, of course, the E-Ray is the quickest Corvette ever, but even passing in sporty driving on back roads, you'll feel an instantaneous rush with just a twitch of your foot with all the power delivery and the traction available on an E-Ray. Man, I can't wait to get behind the wheel, Josh. Now, we've got two new modes. We've got stealth mode and shuttle mode. Talk about these two modes and how you guys engineered these things. Yeah, so stealth mode is a really cool feature. Actually, the way you get into this mode, when you first get to the car, you can rotate the drive mode and select whether you want to just start the car normally and let the engine and front drive motor work together. Or if you want to use only the front drive motor, only the electric motor in a pure electric vehicle kind of a mode. And so stealth is one of those modes. The intent behind that, the most common use case we think would be like a neighborhood exit. So for those of us that leave early in the morning, we like to drive our Corvettes as much as possible. Maybe our neighbors don't appreciate that loud bark from the garage next to them early in the morning. This is a way to kind of sneak away out of your neighborhood quietly. And then, of course, when you want the internal combustion engine, all you got to do is either exceed 45 miles an hour or just give it a twitch of your foot and the engine will start automatically and seamlessly. You get that full power delivery. Nice. The other function is what we call shuttle mode. So that is intended for, say, moving your car around in a garage or in a parking lot or something like that. We know a lot of customers that store their Corvettes and maybe want to get access to an area in their garage and they're going to move it around. You can select shuttle mode. The difference between shuttle and stealth is that shuttle will never start the internal combustion engine. It's not meant for on-road use. It's kind of garage-type scenarios. You're speed limited to 15 miles an hour, so it wouldn't be good on the road anyway. It's just another feature and another way we can use the hardware that we package in the front drive unit. Nice. And just like the Z06, we still have three radiators. Are they the same as the Z06? Yes, so the three front radiators are the same, but actually in the front of the car, there are five. So we've added two more with the E-Ray. One of them is a oil cooler. In fact, you can see it if you look closely in the front fascia on the driver's side. You'll be able to see these vertically mounted fins that are that front radiator. It's intended to cool the oil for the front drive unit. So it's an air-to-oil heat exchanger. The front drive unit oil is used to lubricate, obviously, and cool the front drive unit. It also happens to be a dry sump system. So just like the internal combustion engine, we're really worried about efficiency in an electric motor as well. We want to keep all those rotating parts out of the oil and use a dry sump and lubrication to the point where it's really intended. And to manage the heat that gets built up in there, we cool that with that small heat exchanger in the front of the car. 
On the other side, it's not as visible when looking at the car, but we use what we call a condenser radiator. So where the condenser lives on the right side of the car, the bottom about third of that is actually another radiator. And so that radiator has a separate dedicated loop deionized water and glycol to keep it stable below freezing. And that's used to cool the power electronics. That's the component I talked about before that converts the DC into three-phase to feed the electric motor and vice versa for energy back into the battery. Those power electronics generate a lot of heat with all that current flowing through them. And so we have to cool those down with that system. And then finally, the cells themselves, batteries really want to be in an optimal temperature to work most efficiently, and they actually don't want to be too cold or too hot. And so we have what we call a chiller in the rear of the car, and that uses refrigerant, Freon, that's in the air conditioning system to transfer energy into a heat exchanger that feeds a dedicated loop into the battery cells themselves. Wow, that's amazing. Well, buddy, let's take our final break, and when we come back, we'll talk more about the 2024 E-Ray and all the technical aspects of it with Chief Engineer Josh Holder for Corvette here on Corvette Today. Are you ready for a better insurance policy without the Corvette tax? With agreed value protection, the value of your collector vehicle will never change. Plus, you'll save money. Get a quick quote at ncminsurance.com. VetFinders.com is the Internet's original Corvette classified ads website with classified ads starting at just $25. And every ad runs until your Corvette is sold. If you're in the market for a Corvette, VetFinders.com has over 500 Corvettes for sale from all around the USA and Canada and covering all eight generations. Visit VetFinders.com, the Internet's destination for buying and selling Corvettes. That's V-E-T-T-E Finders.com. Hey, honey, are you awake? Mm, I am now. I can't sleep. Since turning 50, I keep dreaming of a red door and a blue door, somehow knowing there are only choices for retirement. Okay. Through the red door, we outlive our money. We have to rely on our kids. We're stuck on a fixed income. It's terrifying. Yeah, that would suck. But through the blue door, our money outlives us. We retire on our terms. Our kids stay our kids, not our caretakers. We make work optional. Yes, that's much better. That's what I want too. But what do we do? We call True Wealth and Company at 913-653-8783. They specialize in helping successful people make work optional. They're our fiduciary Blue Door personal wealth managers. Hey, where are you going? It's 3 a.m. I can't sleep. I'm going to check out True Wealth and Company online at retirewithtrue.com. That Blue Door is going to be our retirement. 913-653-8783. Visit us online at retirewithtrue.com. Investment advice offered through True Wealth and Company, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Kansas. And now, back to Corvette Today with your host and my husband, Steve Garrett. Hey, thanks once again for listening and watching Corvette Today, the show that talks about everything Corvette. Brought to you by Wheelcraft. Want to dress up your Corvette with bright chrome or black chrome wheels? Visit wheelcraft.com and learn about their advanced PVD chrome finishing. They can refinish your wheels or offer a wheel exchange for most models, and it comes with a five-year warranty. Visit wheelcraft.com or call them 833 833- 840-5334. I'm your host, Steve Garrett. With me is Corvette Chief Engineer Josh Holder. We're talking everything technical on the 2024 E-Ray. Josh, in the third and final segment, 
Honestly, this car is an engineering marvel. Mechanically, the front is separate from the back. What are the specifics on how those things work together and cohesively? Well, thanks, Steve. We think this is an engineering marvel, too. We might be biased, but there was certainly a lot of thought and effort put into the layout of the car and the way both the front drive unit and the small block engine work together. In technicality, it would be considered a P4 hybrid, but this is really done in a way that no one else is really doing, at least in performance hybrids. Separating the drive unit from the rear engine allows us to do that modular type of design and construction I talked about. But because they are disconnected and only connected really through the road, we have some really smart control systems that manage the torque delivery between the front drive unit and the small block engine. Those control systems determine when to deliver power to the front axle, when to shift power to the rear, and how to take it away from both and manage it through clever chassis control. So what the driver feels is this sort of seamless interface of power and performance, where all these things working in the background are making the car feel as though it were mechanically connected and all working together. And I think it's so cool, Josh, that this is not a plug-in hybrid. Obviously, we've got other brands that are doing that. Was that something that you were specifically targeting and trying not to do, trying not to do a plug-in hybrid? I would say that the architecture of this battery, it's really small in terms of today's EV battery standards, only 1.9 kilowatt hours, but it can handle really high power flows. And that was designed intentionally so that we could do this quick regeneration and then significant power output when the driver commands it. And because it can regenerate so quickly, there really isn't a need to plug it in. You don't have to worry about it. It maintains a, what we call state of charge. In fact, we have a feature called Charge Plus, which the driver can select that will move the high-voltage battery state of charge to a higher level. There's some different use cases for this, but I call it planning for your next maneuver. So say, for example, you're coming home, and the next morning you want to drive as far as you can in pure EV mode. You might hit Charge Plus and let that battery top off, and then you're all set to go. You can also imagine a scenario you're driving the E-Ray on a racetrack. You're hauling the mail and decide, hey, I want to do a hero lap. And so I'll charge up as much as I can, hit charge plus, build charge in, and then switch back out of that and go as quick as I can to set my best lap time. So this is a way that the driver can tailor where they want their state of charge to live. But they really don't have to think about it beyond that because all these fancy control systems work in a very high-tech way to keep the battery in its optimal condition. That's really cool. Now, knowing what's on the market right now, I know that you guys benchmarked the Z06 with Porsche and Ferrari. Was there a benchmark for the E-Ray or something else that was out there that you looked at and said, okay, we want to benchmark the E-Ray versus this car? We don't really do benchmarks in the way most people think of benchmarking a product. We check in on our competitors to see what they do well. Not everybody does everything well, which is why we check in on many. But if you think about evaluating a competitive vehicle that's in production now, especially in a sports car market, by the time you would react to that solution or that technology, it would already be old. And so we design and engineer Corvette with our own targets in mind. 
our own way of enhancing the driving experience. And as we go along, we will, like I said, sort of check in on the competitors. Obviously, we respect our competitors. We want to know what they're doing. But we never, especially never, pick one single car and say we want to try to do everything this car does just a little bit better. We pave our own way and the car shows for it. I think so, too. And that's actually a good idea. You take the best aspects of different cars and make it better for the Corvette. That's really a smart idea. Yes. Also, to me, little things make a big difference. And I love the startup animation on the Driver Information Center. Talk about that and what you did differently for Stingray, for Z06, and then for E-Ray. So like the Stingray and like the Z06, the E-Ray does have its own unique, we call it welcome animation. So when you open the door and sit in the seat, you'll see this animation play on the instrument panel cluster. In the case of the E-Ray, we're going to highlight what's special about the E-Ray, obviously. So we show the battery and the front drive unit in this hidden kind of background overlaid with the exterior of the car. And you'll sort of see it come to life much the way we do the Stingray and the Z06. But, of course, in the E-Ray, we're highlighting what's special about the E-Ray. It's one of the many things we do to show that, hey, not only is this a Corvette, this is a special and different Corvette. And here's one of the reasons why. Now, with the electronic hybrid, now you have different things on the navigation screen as well, not necessarily just the DIC. Talk about what you see now on the navigation screen and what the goals were for that and all the extra things that the driver will see. So we're really excited about what we call the E-Ray Performance app, but it's a completely separate display only available in the E-Ray that shows up on the center screen that will show what we call power flows, but it shows where the power is going either out to the motor or back into the battery. It shows the power output of both the front drive motor and the small block LT2. We show state of charge of the battery, and it's all done graphically over a ghosted view of the car itself. And we will light up in different colors, for example, the front drive unit, whether you're regenning or using power from the front drive unit. It's a really engaging, entertaining thing to look at. We've all gotten used to probably staring at either our album art or our nav screen, even though we know where we're going. This is something really engaging and lets drivers really get into the details about what their E-Ray is doing. And not only that screen that's in there, but there's also a dyno page that will graphically show what each of the drive unit and the internal combustion engine is doing. At the end of a trip, you can zoom in and out of that. You can actually play back on the screen to see what was I doing in this maneuver? What was the drive unit doing in cases where you can't necessarily study all that data and concentrate on driving? And then there's one last screen that will summarize the overall performance of that drive cycle, show you what kind of efficiencies you got from the front drive motor and the power use. It's a really cool, engaging, and neat piece of technology that also makes the E-Ray special. That's really cool. Buddy, like I said, congratulations on this E-Ray. It's a technological marvel. Have we forgotten anything? Is there anything else that we should be covering on this show that we can talk about for the E-Ray? I could go on and on. I would just say, I often get asked about any Corvette, what's my favorite part of the car? I think most people are thinking, pick a piece of hardware and talk about what you like about it. My answer is the same. My favorite part about this car is driving it. It's really, really a joy to drive. It's different than the Z06. The Z06 is visceral and kind of raw intentionally. We made it that way on purpose. It's a track-focused weapon, and it's the best Corvette for that mission. The E-Ray, I would say, is a more refined, approachable, grand touring car. 
it still can do the best carving on back roads, but now maybe you can exercise the car in a way without having to worry about what the weather is going to do or where you're going to be because it really does come with that extra bonus of all-weather capability. We call it the Swiss Army knife of Corvette. It does a lot of things very well. That's perfect. That is absolutely perfect. Buddy, thanks again for being on Corvette today. Love having you on. Looking forward to seeing you soon, probably at the birthday bash, right? Yeah, I think I'll be there. Sounds good. Thanks a lot. Thank you, Steve. Thanks for listening to Corvette Today, and please be sure to tell your family, friends, and other Corvette enthusiasts about the Corvette Today podcast. And thanks to our sponsors, Wheelcraft. Want to dress up your Corvette with bright chrome or black chrome wheels? Visit wheelcraft.com to learn about their advanced PVD chrome finishing. They can refinish your wheels or offer a wheel exchange for most models, and it comes with a five-year warranty. Visit wheelcraft.com today or call 833-840-5334. American Hydrocarbon at AmericanHydrocarbon.com, True Wealth and Company at RetireWithTrue.com. Also, Aerolari Wheels, get $100 off your purchase with the new promo code CT111 at Aerolari.com. And Hendrick Chevrolet in Kansas City at ChevyUSA.com. You've been listening to Corvette Today with Steve Garrett. If you'd like to contact Steve with any thoughts on the podcast or ideas for guests on Corvette Today, you can email him at stevegarrettdj at gmail.com. That's stevegarrettdj at gmail.com. Garrett has two R's and two T's. Or connect with Steve on social media on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram using at stevegarrettdj. Thanks again for listening to Corvette Today.